Hey friends, it's Lydia here. We're so happy that you've chosen to spend some time devoted to growing as a Christ follower during your time listening today. I wanted to begin today's episode by reaching out to those of you who may be regular listeners of the show and have been thinking, I wish Kayla and Lydia would talk about blank topic, whatever specific topic that may be. If that is you and you have a specific topic or area that you may have been eager to grow in, we would love to hear your ideas. We want every episode to allow you to step away encouraged and feeling like you're growing alongside the Cultivate Podcast community. Head on over to our Instagram or Facebook pages to connect with us and let us know your ideas for future episodes. So Kayla and I are here and we're about to introduce you to a fabulous guest today who has so much wisdom to share with us. Melissa Lacey is the leader of women's ministry at our home church, and she is going to focus on the importance of doing life alongside a Jesus-loving community of believers who will spur you on to become more like Christ. This is such an important topic, so let's jump right into today's episode. Welcome, you're listening to the Cultivate Podcast, where we share stories to help us cultivate the characteristics of Christ. We're your hosts, Lydia Bridgman and Kayla Hallstrom. Thanks for joining us as we grow together. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to be sitting down with you today. Yeah, Friday night. This is so fun. So as we're jumping into it, before we kind of go into the topic that we've introduced here, would you mind just sharing a little bit about yourself, a little background, so our listeners know who you are? Sure. Well, like you guys already know, my name's Melissa, and I am happily married to Eric. We've been married for 15 years, and we have three awesome children. Jackson is 13, Xander is eight, and Jillian is seven. And I work... um, and I oversee women's ministry at our local church and some of my hobbies. Mm. Um, I love to go on dates with my husband, one of my favorites. <laughs> Me too, love it. And I love having family nights with the kids. We always try to, do, we do that a lot more in the summer than we do during the winter, but we like to like play outside or play games, all yeah. that fun stuff. And then... Um, I love to decorate my house. Yes, your house is so cute. <laughs> I've is been beautiful. there. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit too much. I make a lot of changes, so I'm not sure how Eric feels about that, but he um, does does like it when it's done. He's like, okay, that does look nice. So. Yeah. And then, of course, I always like to get a girls' night in there. Mm, need my girls. Yes. Yeah. Love a good so, girls' so night. Important. <laughs> love yes. it. Well, today, kind of talking about that and the community that you even shared that you love with your family and with friends and other women in your life. Um, today, we want to talk to you about the importance of community. And when we're talking about community, we're talking about how we're a part of a group of people who we do life together and grow together as Christ followers alongside one another. Now, Melissa, why do you believe community is an important part of our everyday lives as believers? Well, Jesus created us to be in relationships and Sunday should not be the only time that we grow closer to the Lord. We need community of people around us to help us grow. We need people to be there to help celebrate our lives when we're going through great times and help us get through our hard times. And we need someone there to pray for us, know that they're gonna pray for us. Like we can text them and we know that they're out there praying for us. And we need community um, to encourage us Mm -hmm. through anything. And then it's also important 
to have community because we can't do this life alone, as we know. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love too what you shared about Sunday's not the only day, you know, to receive that strength to spur us on. It's like we need people alongside of us all the other six days of the week. Yes, it's, it's so, so, so important. Yeah, yeah, we say that. I feel like we say that over and over and over again in student ministry. We remind the students all the time, life is not meant to be done alone. Life is not meant to be done alone. That's just something we constantly go back to. Yeah. Um, I love that through this podcast, we get to sit with people and hear how God has placed them in the positions that they're in. I know I always find it so encouraging to hear those stories because it reminds me when I'm in the middle of something that God's not done, that he always has a plan. He always knows what he's doing. And we can't really see that till we're through it all. So can you share with us a little bit about your journey of what it looked like like when God called you to lead and help others grow in community. Okay, well, it's kind of a long story. So I'll start with where God had me before was actually um, to be a teacher and to teach children. And that's what my degree is in, but it's- I don't think I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I don't that think I was early childhood. <laughs> yes, I have my wow, degree. Yep. that's amazing. And my degree in education. But it was when I was staying at home with the kids, um, I was really feeling alone mm. and- but I knew I wanted to grow closer to the Lord, but I just didn't know how to get there. And I remember getting on my knees a lot. I felt discouraged at, that I wasn't doing this stay-at-home mom job very well. Mm. And um, I had a friend actually who didn't even attend my church show me um, this women's gathering. It's called The Well. And they said, you should try this. You know, There are other women there and it would help with getting you out of the house. So I didn't know what to expect walking in. I thought it was going to be a r- small room with few women. Yeah. And when I showed up, it was huge. Yes. <laughs> lots, lots it of is women. a large room. Yes. yes. <laughs> lots of women. And, um, and at The Well, you get to really get in relationships with the women because you sit at the same table of women all season long. So it runs from September all the way until April and we meet bi-weekly. And there's a teaching during that and all that good stuff. But God placed these women at my table. It was just perfect timing. Mm-hmm. It's Those women are what I needed in that time of life. And um, when I, I stepped in there, I felt loved and they were encouraging. And I felt like... They were not judging me for anything. I At that time, I couldn't even pray out loud. And some of those are things that they kind of encourage you to do for mm-hmm. each other at the table. Yeah. But they never made me feel like I had to. They were like, it's so easy. They walked me through it, but they never made me feel guilty if I, I chose not to. And just being with those women all year just made me realize that you know, I really have a heart for women that came in like me or somebody who just needed community in their mm-hmm. life. And so long story short, to the end of that, I ended up getting a job overseeing women's ministry, which was amazing. And God continues to grow that in my heart. And um, I'm just excited for what's ahead. Like, I don't know what he has planned, but I'm just trying to be obedient. And yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I love that. Just how like, there's gotta be other people out there who feel just like I do. Mm-hmm. And I found hope in this and I found love and community in this. So now how can I give back to that? That's so awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that part of your story. It's just so amazing to see the ways the Lord's um, already used you to cultivate that community and in your new role as well. Um, Can you share with us about some ways you're cultivating community in your current role in women's ministry? Sure. Um, Well, I'll kind of tell you about 
the vision that I have for women's ministry and that God has placed in my heart is just unity, unity in women. When they come in those doors of our church, no matter if they attend our church or if they don't, I want them to feel loved. I want mm-hmm. them to feel like we all have stories. We all do. We, ha- we all have past, but I don't want them to feel like they're going to be judged wherever they are in their spiritual walk, if it's from the beginning or they've been doing it for years. I just want them to feel loved right when they walk in. So that's really important. And I wanted to create different areas in my ministry to bring women along to grow them spiritually and to know the importance of our relationships with the Lord. And I'm also creating a women's ministry team because I can't do this alone. And I know a Mm, lot of women have a heart for women as well. And so um, I'm developing this team so we can just create more events or um, Bible studies or whatever it is that will bring the women in to grow in community, right? And then also to be able to um, maybe plant that little seed if they haven't even been to church. Mm -hmm. Even if we have something small like um, a girl's night out in the parking lot where we have a lot of different trucks for food and shopping or whatever, somebody who's never come to church, like this church is kind of cool. And, you know, they bring a friend along and I don't know, they just feel like, wow, I want to be a part of this. Yeah. So I love that type of environment that you're creating and, and unity just sticks out to me so much when you share about that. It just reminds me about how all over scripture, we see how God just delights and when his people are in unity Mm -hmm. and um, the verse, I can't remember where this one is from, but you know, love binds us all together Mm -hmm. in unity. You had mentioned women coming in and feeling loved and that love is going to lead to unity and that community feel. Um, Another ones, 1 Corinthians 1.10, where it says, let there be no divisions among you, but be of one mind, united mm-hmm. in thought and yeah. purpose. Yeah. And I mean, even praying that over your future women's ministry yes. team, that you would all be united and um, brought together for that same purpose to love on women um, and continue to help them to grow. Um, and then just one last one, Psalm one. 133.1 says how good it is when God's people live in unity. Yeah. And yeah. those verses just really came to mind when um, you had mentioned unity just mm-hmm. because God delights in that. And that's yeah. such a huge part of community as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. And from experience, I've been to a few events since you've um, done some changes, you've asked mm-hmm. for feedback, which mm-hmm. I just... It's been awesome to see you do that. Like I've been invited in and just, (laughs) you do such a good job of making a welcome opening environment. Like when I go to those, I'm like, oh, this is totally someone I, something I can invite a friend Mm -hmm. to and they would feel comfortable. It's, you know, joyful, Mm -hmm. it's peaceful, it's exciting. It's just so easy to invite people into those events. So thank you for what you're doing because I've been impacted by it. So it's awesome. Um, so I know for me, I'm sure I'm not the only one out there who likes super practical things. <laughs> I'm like, stories are awesome. And you know, they, they help you connect and you know, but afterwards it's like, okay, that was a lot of awesome stuff and information, but what, what do I do with that? And how do I live differently? And how do I pursue community? So could you give some practical steps for someone who's like, I just don't know where to start. Right. I, I mean, I understand that it's important. I'm hearing what you're saying about unity, mm-hmm. but what do I do? Right. Well, first, pray. Yes. Always important just to listen to what God has to say to you and just to um, build up that confidence too in who you are. Um, next would be just, you have to be intentional. I know that uh, in this past year, I've lost some of the people that were in my community at work. And 
I was kind of feeling down about it and I didn't know what to do. And the first thing I did was pray about it. And then I'm like, you know what? There are other people out there like me that want to build community here at work. So I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to go out and just start something or I'm Mm going to go out and sit. And I think that at church, like Kayla, I see you out there all the time sitting with a group of people. You guys kind of started something and that's so awesome. And and it's bringing us together. That's building community and Mm -hmm. so important. So intentional. And then, um, and then inviting people. Yes, <laughs> inviting people is important. So you can invite friends, neighbors. Um, maybe you can be gutsy and invite somebody that God's kind of nudging you to talk to, yeah. and just bring them in and and just be sweet and befriend them, I guess. And then you have to be reliable. So that's always important. If you're going to start something, you have to show up. <laughs> and then. Yeah. And then be friendly and make connections. And then when you're there in the community, you want to start conversation. You want to make sure that um, they know that you're going to be confident with their information. Um, That's really important. You need to learn to trust them. They need to learn how to trust you. And then you have to get to know each other. So just having conversations back and forth is really important. Getting to know their families, um, getting to know their story and what mm-hmm. brought them to Jesus or if they're not there yet, you know, just hearing their story of life and then kind of what their goals are. And I think, especially if you're in a small group, you want to know, well, why are you in the small group? What do you want to get out of this? That's always important. So accept them the way they are. That's always important. I always find that number one, I always want people to walk in and feel accepted no, no matter what where they've been or what they've done. And then be an encourager. Mm, yes. And then, of course, pray for them. Always let mm-hmm. them know that you, I'll pray for you or, you know, even sending them texts. If you guys aren't together, just keeping that going throughout the week, conversations over text messages to continue building that community and relationship together. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love that you started with pray. And really you ended with prayer too. <laughs> Start about praying about the community and then yeah. praying for the community that you're a part of. I don't know if you find it, find this to be true, but it seems like I always forget to do that first. Like it's not the first thought that crosses my mind. And there's a church that I watch sometimes and their pastor always says that at their church, we don't just pray, we pray first. Mm-hmm. And so that on your list, like reminded me of him saying that of just like, it's not just something we do. It's what we do first. That's right. how we start. Um, and I know our pastor has said anything that you can do without prayer is just not worth doing. Yeah. Like that's not something we should be pursuing because we we need to make sure we're relying on the Lord and in communication with the Lord about all those major things that are going on in our life, especially community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so good. Well, you guys know that we all go through difficult seasons in our lives. And the Bible says in multiple places when you endure trials, um, telling us that we will go through difficult things on this side of heaven. However, he is so faithful as each of us has seen to promise us his nearness and peace through it. And another gift that he's given us are other Christ followers to bring encouragement and help in our time of need. So Melissa, are there any specific times in your life where you really needed a community to hold you up and support you through Mm -hmm. a season? Well, as I mentioned before, um, when I attended the well and those women at my table, that was the year I was struggling. um, And I needed those women help to lift me up. And it was the year that I was struggling staying at home and 
and just feeling the guilt of that, of not wanting to stay home. And I didn't know why, like, I'm a mom, I'm supposed to love that, right? And then um, I was also fostering a child during that time. And that's just a challenge. I mean, it really is. Um, And it was just nice to have a community of women around me to encourage me, to pray for me, to knowing that I can send them a message at any time and that they'll respond, you know, um, just being my support all around. And I just felt like they did carry me through that season. And I just felt so loved. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by the end, I felt like I was able to give back to them, you know, instead of like I needed carried, but by the end I was feeling so much better and I was able to do that for them too. Yeah. Yeah. That just reminds me of the verse where it says bear one another burdens that it's Mm -hmm. a two way street that there are times. um, And I've seen this in my own life where friends have really come around me and supported me when things are hard, but then Mm -hmm. on the flip, like there's always a time where you can give back and and do that um, in the same way for them. Yeah, I've experienced that as well in so many times where, and it's awesome too, because a lot of the times they will provide encouragement for you. And I've even had times too where the encouragement friends have provided to me in those times. Mm -hmm. A few years later, when that friend is in a season, you can remind them, remember when you shared this truth with me? Like now I'm going to be here with you cheering you on, Mm -hmm. reminding you of God's truth and what he has to say about this. And I just think that, yeah, that full circle and constant going back and forth, building each other up is so beautiful and so awesome. Yeah. And when you have a community like that, it also just reminds you that you're not alone. I mean, I feel like that has been a common thread in almost every single episode that we've done that just like knowing that you're not alone Mm -hmm. helps. I don't know why, but it does. It It just makes you, uh, it just fights against that loneliness that mm-hmm. the enemy tries to put in there. And I feel like we've just seen that over and over again. That's why I love sitting down and just hearing people's story. Cause I think mm-hmm. um, women hearing your story, I'm sure there will be moms out there who'll be like, I feel that way right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. If she went through that and she took steps and mm-hmm. you know, she's on the other side of it, maybe I can too, yeah. you know, maybe I can see um, yeah. God do the same thing in my life that he yeah. did for, for them. Yeah. And another thing too, that it just kind of got me thinking about is um, a lot of the times we think when we're going through a difficult season or we're feeling a certain way that we can't still be an encouragement to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. we're kind of like, Oh, I'm going through a hard season. So like I have no encouragement mm-hmm. or anything to share that would be beneficial to this person. And, and I think that's a lie from the enemy too, because yeah. as soon as we then feel purpose in, mm-hmm encouraging others and still living out our calling, even if we're going through a difficult season, you know, the enemy's like, how is she able to do that? Well, it's through God's strength and through knowing the truth, even when things are hard personally for you. And I think that can be powerful too. Yeah, absolutely. I think in all things in life, we're probably either moving forward and or backward. At least that's what I found. I mean, unfortunately, you can't just like maintain this like status quo. It seems like things are always shifting, whether right. that's with health or with mm-hmm. relationships or whatever yeah. it is that if you're not investing into it, then you're losing some of that muscle memory or whatever yeah. it is. So how, um, Melissa, how do you make sure when you're in a solid community mm-hmm. that it doesn't, you know, just start to go backwards Mm -hmm. or, you know, kind of fizzle out? How do you continue to grow in a community that is already strong? Sure. One thing that came to mind would be um, just to continue to challenge each other, to step outside Mm. your comfort zone. Um, That can be by, um, I don't know, for example, for me is I don't really like 
public speaking. And But I have a community of women around me to always encourage me and push me to do that because if I'm by myself, I'll be honest, I would just step back and be like, you, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but they're there and they're like, no, you can do it. You're going to be awesome. And the more you do it, the better you'll become. Mm-hmm. But same with, you know, I think it's important in, in your small group to continuously challenge each other to be obedient to God's nudges. Um, sometimes those can be scary, you yeah. know, when you get those, when they're like, um, God will say, you know, you'll get the little nudge, like maybe I should be paying for this person's mm-hmm. groceries or something. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I should say anything. Yeah. Um, but I just, I think it's great to have community community to always encourage you and kind of give you some goals, not goals necessarily, but um, some steps to continuously growing in your mm-hmm. walk with him and being being obedient to what he's calling you to do. Um, another one is just um, step outside your comfort zone by, oh, that sorry, okay. <laughs> scratch that. Uh, <laughs> encourage and um, inspire each other in your um, in your community. I know for myself that when my friends are um, talking about a certain devotional or a book, um, that encourages me. Like you know what, I haven't read a book for a long time. Mm. I should probably do that. Um, or I I haven't had a good devotional, just getting to know what they're reading. And then, or if they're talking about like, oh, I've been in the word this much, this is what I'm getting. I think it's just so powerful. I want that too. So it's just, so yeah. So being an encourager and and just inspiring others. So being able to do that yourself would be good too. And then be willing to invest in each other just continuously. Um, Always important to um, continue to grow in your relationships with each other by, um, when somebody's sick, you know, it's good for your community to go around them and pray for them or, mm-hmm. you know, bring them food or whatever that looks like. And then stay spiritually healthy. Feed yourself so you will be able to feed others when they need it and vice versa, encouraging them to stay healthy too. Yeah. I think that's so good too, because I think even just putting it out there, like when you say, like, hey, we need to be intentional about mm-hmm. this. And you just like yeah. put that expectation on the table. It just helps build the community when you know, like it's not, if we don't put effort into mm-hmm. it, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. It's going to go right. backwards. It's yeah. gonna, so I love all those steps. Those are so good. Yeah. Very practical and very helpful for listeners. Well, in the past several months, and it's neat since you kind of mentioned this as well at the beginning of the episode, um, the Lord has just really pulled on my heart to be more open to those who may desire community and friendship with other Christ followers. However, maybe they just don't feel confident or maybe they don't know how to begin the process of growing in Christian community, um, whether that's that they feel intimidated or like a certain Christian group is exclusive, Mm -hmm. you know, for only certain people. And this may even be how some of you are feeling listening today that you might desire this type of community, but you might just not know where to start or how to go about finding that kind of community. And so I want to encourage those of you who are part of a strong Christian community to be intentional about reaching out to those who you may notice God placing in your life who could join your community. And I believe very strongly, and I know that we do as well, that God didn't design community to be exclusive, but inclusive. Mm -hmm. Having an open heart to those who desire Jesus and need community and friendship. So this is kind of um, a last question that we want to bring up. If you are in a community, how do you remain open to new people God places in your life? Well, I always have that imaginary chair in our like circle mm. of friends where it's an, always an empty chair for the next person to come in. And I just think that's a, 
a great visual to have. And um, I actually had it in a situation where um, there's a girl that was looking, um, she called the church and she was actually looking to talk to somebody else while that person wasn't there. So I took the phone call and I just had a conversation with her and she was actually looking to join a group for women. Well, my husband and I had a... Um, a couple's small group. And I said, well, you know, do you think your husband would be willing to come? She didn't call for that reason at all, but I ended up inviting her because just having that simple conversation with her, it sounded like she needed community. Mm -hmm. She had a lot that she was going through. So it's just always so important to be like, have that in the forefront of your mind um, that there's this open chair in my group. And if somebody brings God into your life in that moment and you just feel that like, be willing to invite them, even just give it a try. And if it's not a fit for them, never let them feel guilty for like giving it a try and not saying, you know, this group isn't for me. So we've done that plenty of times where we invited people in and sometimes it worked out great and other times it didn't and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But even Kayla and I preparing, you know, we were just talking about how, you know, you never regret though, listening to God and recognizing those people he might place in your path and just Mm -hmm. inviting them to be a part of it because you just never know who might be yearning for that and need that so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. And I even just think about how you're doing that. Uh, We just, was it? Yeah, yesterday we had our staff (laughs) women's Bible study and I just thought uh, when you sent that out, that was just so sweet and just an open invitation of Whoever wants to come can mm-hmm. come. And, you know, if you can't come to all of them, it's fine. And just, um, I've just seen you model that in so many ways of just being open and just whoever wants to be a part of this, mm-hmm. I'd love to encourage you and walk alongside of you if you want that too. And that's just so, so sweet. So. And when you guys came back, I started applauding when you walked in the room. I'm like, yay, they're back for a second week. <laughs> Except I forgot my mom had to text me. So there's that. <laughs> that's okay. You were there. I you know, were there. And that's was why there. you need friends being encouraging, <laughs> right. sending reminders. That's or your mom. Yeah, <laughs> her too. Important. Mom's good. Yes, <laughs> definitely. We love mom. Anyway, <laughs> Melissa, thank you so much no for just sharing with us and, and coming on, even though you mentioned that public mm-hmm. speaking isn't like your favorite thing. <laughs> oh, of I all got time. warmed up by the end. Yes, yeah, so I, do, I do have another yeah, little story no, I want to share today. It, I and I wasn't going to, but I felt God's nudge today. So I was sitting alone at Panera eating lunch, and there is this. Um, table next to me with three women. They're sitting there kind of reading something off a card. And I kind of listened in a little bit more and they were just um, answering questions in the card um, amongst each other. And then one of the questions was, let's um, talk about things we're grateful for. So they decided to to do that in prayer. And one of the things they said is like, I'm grateful for you women and that you like to meet with me each week. And then they put it in their calendars afterwards that they're going to meet again. And I honestly went over to them. I'm like, you know, that was so warming that you guys did that. And I'm so thankful that, you know, you guys want to continue to grow in Christ together and that you pray for each other. And that's what community is about. So I just wanted, mm. and I just thought that was so sweet and encouraging. And that's what it's all about. Community is just even if it's just three friends, they're still your people and you can turn to them and pray with them and they will love you and um, continue to do that with you, want to meet with you and and it's encouraging to them too. So. Yeah. Oh, I love that that happened today. What a That's happy amazing. note to end on. <laughs> How sweet that that, yeah. that happened to you just today. Yes. Oh, wow. That's so awesome. Perfect. God knew that you were going to be sharing <laughs> that yeah. community. Yeah. Well, th- again, thank you, Melissa, for sharing. We appreciate it. I know our listeners do too. So we are just so glad to have you on. Um, so that's it for us today. And just thank you for joining us. And we'll see you next time on the Cultivate Podcast. <laughs>